Hey everyone, Chris here from Indiana Beach, past and present. I hope you guys are having a wonderful week so far. The temperatures are starting to warm up and uh, Indiana is starting to get warmer, which means that we're not too much uh, further from the opening of Indiana Beach. Um, we're just a little over a month away from uh, the park opening up. And uh, right now, obviously, it's the 26th of uh, March and uh, it opens up the 11th of May. Um, which is great, and uh, I know I uh, got some criticism on some of my other podcasts, um, but uh, this podcast is a great one because these are the top five uh, rides or attractions at Indiana Beach. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. It's a great podcast, and uh, what I like to do in the future is... Uh, if anybody out there um, that listens to my podcast or follows my page owns any of the resorts in the Indiana Beach area, I would like to go ahead and um, talk about it when I'm in town next and possibly do an interview um, with you uh, to get the word out there of the local, locally owned uh, resorts that are in the uh, Monticello area that you could go to besides the Indiana Beach Lodging. So if you're interested, please message me on here or email me directly, and I would be more than happy to do that, um, and so would my uh, partner as well. Um, and we're going to be adding another contributor to our team as well. Um, so if you're interested in being a contributor to the team, just email me directly or message me on Facebook, and uh, we'll go ahead and add you to our team. It's growing exponentially, um, and... Uh, Sorry, I can't pronounce that word tonight. Um, but it is growing. And uh, whatever you could uh, help out with is greatly appreciated. Um, it's definitely a growing platform with the uh, vlogs and the podcasts and the page. And there's going to be all this stuff um, being added um, as the season goes on. Um, so definitely look forward to uh, um, having more... Uh, help when I could get it and uh, I appreciate all the support that I get um, from running this page Indiana Beach past and present um, also follow um, my friend's uh, group page it's Indiana Coaster Enthusiasts you could um, type it in on Facebook and ask to join um, if you're a coaster enthusiast and you love Holiday World in Indiana Beach go ahead and give that uh, group page um, a like and uh, follow the content on there and uh, it's going to be great because uh, there's going to be more information to follow on that as well but um, like I said it this is the top 5 rides or attractions at Indiana Beach um, it's just a list so don't get all bent out of shape on it if your ride's not included that you love uh, these are the, the top 5 rides or attractions number 1 for me is one of the oldest attractions at the park um, used to be mystery mansion now is den of the lost thieves um, so number one for me is den of the lost thieves because it holds so many memories um, i can remember as a little kid going in that really dark ride and being terrified um, from all the special effects that they had in there and then and the music the music was really really made you uh kind of you know spooked out 
And then in the late 90s, they decided to rehab it and redo the ride. And uh, now it is Den of the Lost Thieves, a nice shooting ride. Um, I love the ride because it utilized the old ride vehicles and the old electric uh, track system. Um, But those two systems, I think, eventually are going to have to get replaced uh, with something that's a little more reliable. And um, I think they should keep the same building. Um, But I think they definitely need to refurbish the ride so it runs like when they first did it back in the late 90s. Um, Some people don't agree with the pirate theme. Some people think it should be a um, kind of a ride through dark attraction. So uh, let me know what you think. I will be posting a poll um, if you think the Den of the Lost Thief should stay the same or turn in back into our uh, dark ride. But that's definitely my number one attraction just because the uniqueness of it and you don't find anything like it anywhere else and it still holds the original track and uh, the original building that Mystery Mansion went into. Um, It's another great reason why Indiana Beach makes use of the current space that they have is because they just keep on reusing the same space and just updating the attraction inside of it. Which brings me to my number two, which is Lost Coaster of Superstition Mountain. In 2002, this opened up, but before that, many of you guys that are fans and know the history of Indiana Beach know that it used to be just called superstition mountain and all it was was uh it it was it used a different type of ride system kind of like the same type of ride vehicles um that uh, mystery mansion had or den of the den of the lost thieves kind of has and it was the same concept as that um but they were having issues with the electric track being out in the rain and kind of messing with the electrical system because if it rained outside it kind of impacted it where the ride wouldn't function correctly so in 2002 they opened up what is now lost coaster and the the cool thing about it as i just found out about it is that they're actually supposed to continue to keep on adding on to that ride every year um, it wasn't actually supposed to be done until years after it was actually put together, the Lost Coaster Superstition Mountain. So it was supposed to have like an active waterfall. Um, the top of the peak was supposed to be a lot higher. And there's another ride of its kind. Um, actually, there's two rides across the country that I could think of that are kind of similar to it that runs off kind of a mountain type thing. And there's a ride at Disneyland. I can't think of the name of it right now, unfortunately. But then you have Expedition Everest. And those two rides remind me of Lost Coaster. But Lost Coaster is the most unique ride I've ever ridden. Um, um, And the reason why it's very unique is it uses a ride vehicle system that had to be created specifically for the type of track that it was going to go on. So you sit in these cars... Um, but it's, you could either, you know, you're kind of, it's kind of tight quarters, but you could either ride frontwards or backwards. And it holds a total of eight people, um, per, um, so eight people 
per uh there's two ride vehicles so there's eight people per time it goes um unfortunately and in the recent seasons they've only been using one ride vehicle i hope this season they're going to use at least two to keep it moving a little faster because that was the main complaint before and it also was the first of its kind to use a elevator lift system on a roller coaster which they've had issues with but they got the parts i believe from germany so anytime anything goes wrong with it um to order the parts they would have to order it directly from germany but the apex seems to have it down pat now and it seems to be running better than ever and that's one of the most unique rides and attractions i've ever been on at indiana beach number three frankenstein's castle wow let me tell you every time i go in this castle and then recently them using it for halloween horror to know that tom spackman senior himself just like lost coaster just like den of the lost thieves he personally had input on this castle um it was you know remodeled in the early 2000s but it was built i believe in 90 90 something i don't know the exact year on it because i don't have that information in front of me right now um but it was built um and it is so unique because it kind of simulates you riding this elevator and you have to find your way out of this castle um you end up going eventually finding your way out but when you get to the one room with all the doors you have to find the right door to get out of there and then you have uh, some people don't like the rock and roll um monsters that are playing but i think that's pretty cool um, i find it one of the most unique things about the park and i will always find that unique about the park and about the attraction is that it's one of those unique walkthrough attractions that you'll never find anywhere else it's worth the money just going to walk through it once in a while because uh, i always find something new on it um, the special effects are awesome and uh, it was voted one of the i think it's in the top it's usually in the top three in the country for walkthrough attractions and i definitely agree on that um, that's why it places a uh, number three and it does scare the crap out of adults and little kids and some spots of it, it's so dark you can't even see in front of you, which makes it even more better, you know? Number four, Steel Hog. And people are like, why Steel Hog? Well, Steel Hog, um, granted, Hoosier Hurricane and uh, Cornball Express both use the structure of the Hoosier Hurricane at one point. And are great roller coasters, but the Steel Hog to me is so unique because the footprint originally was supposed to be larger. The drop was supposed to be steeper. Um, but they fit it in this little tiny space and it packs so much action in 45 seconds. And a lot of people are terrified of it. But it's um, 11 years old this season. Uh, it's so unique to me because it's one of the first of its kind. El Loco uh, roller coasters in this country. And uh, it only holds four people per car. But the roller coaster is so fast. And to me, it was exciting because it was Indiana Beach's first looping roller coaster that they had. 
So to me, it was awesome because I finally got some inver- inversions that I wanted um, on an actual ride. Um, so to me, Steel Hog was one of my favorite additions to the park um, and still will be um, for a long time to come until they replace it with something more unique. Which now that Tom Spackman's not, you know, maintaining and coming up with ideas for the park, I don't foresee anything as unique as those top four that I just mentioned are and will be. I could be wrong and it could change. Um, but to me, it's just awesome. And number five is kind of like, okay, so before we get to the last one, I have some, it was kind of a, a hard choice for me on the last one because... An honorable mention to me would be the boardwalk. And the boardwalk is an honorable mention because I've very rarely gone to an amusement park besides the one that sit on the coast that have a boardwalk with lights and rides and everything else at Indiana Beach Ride. So to me, uh, uh, one of the top attractions or rides is the boardwalk. And the boardwalk still stands as one of the top things that people love to do at Indiana Beach is walk up and down the boardwalk. Unfortunately, we don't have the ski show, so. Um, but that was one of my uh, historical top attractions was the ski show that ran for many, many years. Uh, maybe one day we'll get it back. It's unfortunate we don't have it anymore. Um, but those are my um, honorable mentions for this podcast. My number five is one that many people are terrified of. Um, but it has the most unique view of the park. Um, it's one of the only remaining and unique. It's probably the only of its kind in the country. Um, there's other lifts. But Indiana Beaches is set apart. So to me. The Skylift. Is... Um, one of the is number five for me and that's because sorry it's a sky ride not sky lift <laughs> uh, sky ride the sky ride to me is just awesome because I've also ran the ride before so I understand um, how you have to balance it um, when it's not busy you got to use every other uh, car um, there's manual stops on both sides that periodically get hit to allow people that need to get off or need more time to get off. Um, But I just love boarding it from either side of the park and taking it, getting off, and then taking another round trip, or sorry, taking another one way back to where I started from. I love the smells, the sounds, the sights, of the boardwalk and Indiana Beach. I get so many good videos and so many good pictures from the sky ride. And for me, the sky ride is one of the best things at Indiana Beach and nothing else will ever um, compare to that Um, in terms of rides of the same nature because of the way it was positioned and the way it goes over everything. I've been on other sky rides but most of the other sky rides are out of sight. They don't really go over anything. Um, they're kind of at the outside of the ride system. And not the one at Indiana Beach. The sky ride at Indiana Beach. 
goes right over top everything and that's why it's so awesome because you could sit there and you can find out exactly what attractions are running like when I first get into the park if I go into the south entrance I could find out what attractions are exactly uh, working for that day I could see the crowd levels I could see everything just from riding the sky ride and that's what's so awesome about it but I hope you enjoyed my top five rides or attractions podcasts it's part of our best and worst series so yes unfortunately I will be naming um the top five worst rides or attractions at indiana beach in the near future i will have a podcast on that Uh, i hope you enjoyed the best i hope you're enjoying the best and worst series of indiana beach my name is chris have a wonderful rest of your day and thanks for listening